Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is your moment, your time to shine. Your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back, a show dedicated to you niggas and these hoes. It's your co-host, AJ Holiday. What's up, Tam Bam? <laughs> Whose voice is that? <laughs> Who the fuck was that? It's my What's up, y'all? It's me, Samantha. And I fuck everybody. <laughs> Nobody wants to fuck Granny's pussy. <laughs> you remember that episode? Of Sex in the yes. Sense? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, that's the best How character, doing, man, Samantha. I'm good, y'all. We had a wonderful weekend, y'all. Just the 
podcast baddies link up. Okay, we did Poor Minds uh, segment on their show in Charlotte this weekend, if you missed it. Yeah, they had a live show this weekend in Charlotte, you guys, for Richer for Poor uh, 2. And we got to come out and do a segment with them, and then we hung out. It was so much fun. I'm so proud of them. I'm so happy for them. I can't wait for us to start doing our live Absolutely. shows. AJ. Absolutely. Y'all coming to see us? Yeah, they coming. Y'all better show they come. I'm summoning everybody. It's a summons. Yes. I'm summoning everybody. But child, okay, so y'all, that was Friday night. Saturday night, mm-hmm. I couldn't move. I was bedridden, couch ridden. I don't know how many shots I took on Friday night. It was ridiculous. I'm embarrassed. It was <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I think I might have took 17 shots. I swear. They just kept coming. And I'm like, when it, when is it going to stop? And it's like, niggas like putting the shit to your face, damn near. Like putting the little shot, little rack thing, like to your yep. face. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, You know what? Saturday morning, I got up. Er- I was up early. And I think I was still drunk. So I just poured another drink. Just to, not to keep the party going, but to not get sick. So the, the people whose section we were with. They all lived in my building. So we went back to their place. Well, I went back to their place. It was a group of us. And it was a bunch of guys and me. And I cooked breakfast for everybody. Really? It wasn't no train. Mm. It was just a bacon and eggs, bitch. And then I went back to my house <laughs> and toast. I made everybody food. And I cracked jokes. Stand-up comedy hour. And then I came back home. So I ate. So that was the best thing I did. I ate before I went to bed. And then Saturday morning, I got up and poured me another drink. Because I had to go to work. So I didn't want to be hungover, sick or hungover. You know, the hair of the dog, that bitchy, you got to bite it back. So I bit it back and took my ass to work Saturday. But Saturday night, I was supposed to go to USC-UNC football game here in Charlotte. It was a big deal. Oh, damn. I missed that, too. I couldn't go. I had a ticket and didn't make it because that's when I crashed after work Saturday. Nah, man, that was terrible. And I feel like even Sunday, I was still kind of down bad. Like, I keep saying this, like, my body really does not process alcohol the same no more. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't really drink. It don't matter. And matter of fact, I don't drink Casamigos. That might be one of the things, right? Mm-hmm. Casamigos, I put that, like, right along with um, Patron now. Like, it just makes me feel really bad. So I really just, like, you know, Don Julio is going to be a club tequila. Mm-hmm. Dog, I was through. I was done. But I hung out a little bit. Um, on Sunday mm-hmm. and shit. That's it. That's all. Yeah, I didn't do nothing. So we had a good time with the girls. Yeah, yeah. The poor mind you know, ladies. Poor my sisters. That was a lot of fun. Let's get into stupid internet news. So a couple uh mentions. So Krishan Rock had her baby. Mm-hmm. She had the baby on live. She named her son Krishan. Okay, it's fitting. Mm-hmm. And. You know, happy for them. Like, her mom was on live crying, boo-hooing. Thank God! Thank you, God! When the baby came out, she was crying. It was a beautiful thing. I know a lot of people are like, oh, why y'all sharing all your shit on the internet? They share their whole life already. Right. Anyway. What's the difference? Right. She should have got a check for it, though. She might have. Is Instagram paying? Is Instagram paying? She may have. We don't know. Mm. I hope so. Because what, what's the point if you're not getting paid to show all of that? But she had, right. like, over 300,000 people watching her give birth mm-hmm. so there's that i don't know if i want that much energy concentrated on me while i'm bringing a a, a whole life into this world right like that's real it's kind of sacred to me like i want to do it in the house i don't want no cameras that shit is wild to me you that's how i look at birth? it the spirit absolutely and hopefully i can have enough money to have erica badu as my doula mm-hmm. by then 
So I got wipe out shit. I ain't having no kid. If I don't have a baby by 41, it's over with. Okay. Let's be very, very, very clear. Like I got to get pregnant in the next two years. If I don't, I just want a yacht, a mansion in Barbados. You wouldn't. And I'll you wouldn't adopt? buy me a kid. <laughs> I'll buy me a kid. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I wouldn't. I definitely would. There's a lot of black kids yeah, in particular that you. are stuck. Yeah, that are stuck in the system. And we we side-eye white people, right, when they walk around with black babies. But why aren't we adopting our kids? Mm-hmm. You know, so they don't get their crummy paws on them. <laughs> anyway. Because, do you know, some of them can give black babies a loving home. As long as they go to a loving home, I won't. I would prefer a black baby to be in a black home. But as long as they're in the home and not in the system that's loving, I'm okay with it. I might adopt a white baby. All right. So the next story. <laughs> Let's talk about Erica Mena and Spice. I really want to talk about this because <laughs> don't you ignore me. <laughs> Moving right the fuck along. Uh, so Erica Mena got fired from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta after calling Spice her castmate a racial slur. And here we can say it. She called her a blue-headed monkey or some shit like that. Blue-haired yeah. monkey. And uh, you know, they aired it on the show. And then after they aired it on the show, you know, people expressed how they were offended by her saying that because she is not, in fact, a black woman. So, uh, um, what's her name? Mona, Mona, uh, Mona Scott. Mona Scott King. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she said handled and fired Erica Mena for that racial slur. And how do you? Think- that's only that's a yeah. The only fake part about that is that we know these things are pre-recorded. Right, y'all been know she said this wild shit. I also saw I saw another post that said more is going to be unfolding in the next couple episodes. Mm-hmm, the next three right? episodes. Um, yeah. unless she's been fired and they're just now telling the world she's fired to keep playing with this thing, like the world we're just now seeing this recording. But she been said the dumb shit. But it's not nice to call <laughs> anybody a monkey. Erica Mena included, Spice yeah. included. And it, in the way she was trying to do, say it, yeah, she did. De- she definitely was trying to say it to be disparaging. Yeah, Absolutely. but you know, I but I could understand why. First of all, y'all y'all just took it too far, both of y'all. Spice didn't have to bring up her relationship with her child because it had nothing to do with what they were talking about. You know, it had nothing to do with the conversation at hand. And you know, you're just doing it to be very hurtful. And this was someone who was mm-hmm. once your friend. Like, why would you go that low to someone that you considered a friend? You know, like, so I just figure, you know, you just got to choose wisely who you call a friend. Because that was mm-hmm. hurtful to that woman, you know? Maybe her relationship with her son isn't good. And and they know that. And, mm-hmm. and they're using it against yeah, her. Yeah, that's ugly. That's ugly. You know? That was nasty. So the the internet was like, oh, she shouldn't have talked about her kid. Really, she didn't talk about the kid. She talked about the relationship, parenting. Yeah. She talked about her parenting. So that hit her in a sore spot, especially if you know my ex-friend. And this is what we were talking, we'll talk about later on, right? If you know like this is a vulnerable spot, vulnerable spot for me, like what type of person are you to use that against me? So yes, Spice was absolutely dead ass fucking wrong. And Erica didn't have no real rebuttal for her. So she just went for right. She couldn't talk about her appearance, as a, her aesthetics. as a mom, because maybe Spice is a better mom than her, you know. So she couldn't go to that space. So she, she talked about her appearance, you know. And I don't, I can't sit here and say that Erica said that Spice would, like, she would have said that to any black woman that she was arguing with, or was it specific to Spice? 
So several people, like I, somebody in particular, I saw Jesse Wu. Jesse Wu was saying that Erica has done this a lot of times. Like this is the first time that she's called somebody um, a racial slur. And I don't know if she's Puerto Rican or Dominican, but if she's Dominican, we already know how they feel about Haitians and they, the, they share the same fucking island. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like those people don't consider themselves black, but they are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all really were, are the blacks who got violated, actually. You know, so and they keep that that running thing, the running racism within your same culture and same race. They keep it going. But it's more so colorism, I guess, is how people feel. It's not her really being racist. It's her being showing colorism. But I mean, I don't think that Spice looks like a monkey. Right. I don't think she looks like a monkey at all. Yeah. My heart goes out to both of these ladies. It's hurtful. Uh, I'm sure it's hurtful for Spice to be called a monkey because, you know, dark skinned women in this country have been mm-hmm. labeled ugly things and made to feel not as beautiful mm-hmm. as our light-skinned counterparts. So that's hurtful. So they were just going for the mm-hmm. juggler, but with each other. Yep. And it's just ugly to see. You know, let's start loving mm-hmm. each other more. And see, after something like that, like, how y'all be friends again? If y'all come to blows about some shit like that, like, how do you be friends again? Yeah. You can't. I remember, look, I remember an old friend of mine, like, that bitch... Nah, never mind. Let me not even go there. Y'all, next, let's do the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not. Right, but yeah, yeah like, it, it, it's real hurtful to hear some crazy shit from somebody you consider a friend because it's almost like, bitch, you always wanted to say that to me. Right. Bitch, you never liked me. Right. Get. Because you would want to hurt me like that. Yes, get. So, moving right along, let's talk about Kanye and his ass out on that boat. <laughs> This is so old. I've been seeing that pitch. I've been sending it out. I don't know. When Charlamagne started playing with him and Donnell Rollins, now it's like all over the internet. But y'all y'all ain't on Kanye uh Instagram page? No. He got a little he got a little sneaky creepy one. No. That I be on. I've been seeing that Boonky. I sent it to you. He got a fence. Like two weeks ago. He got a fence account? No, it's his name. It's kind of like the the letters are jumbled up, but it's his page. And then he has another one that's just Yeezy. Why Z Y Why I don't follow. Z? But it was Why? so funny because I just don't. It's just not. I'll see whatever I need to see. I feel like I'll get it from the shade room or somewhere if it's interesting. But just to see his little booty out. I mean, he's like, that was having a good time. <laughs> I would do it. It was so staged. Kanye got a problem. You hear me? <laughs> you didn't she was sucking his dick right there? Dog, this is Kanye West on a boat in France or wherever they at. Yeah, in France. France. I don't think she. There's other. There's other uh, images, right? Where you, she is clearly like down, and he's sitting up there. I know the bunky out, but I just, I just can't get it in my head. Like nigga, what? And when I saw it, I was like, yo, this nigga's tripping. Why he's not tripping. get your dick sucked on a boat in the south of France? <laughs> I would like. If I was with my nigga who's in South of France and he's like riding down a little lake or river or ravine or whatever the fuck that was, I'd be like, hey, pull your dick out real quick. Let me just give a little taste. <laughs> Let me lick it. Let me, Let lick, me it. lick it. <laughs> Let me lick the tip. Right. It's not that hot. Have you been sweating? <laughs> so, but, but listen, they're saying that, uh, Kanye and his wife getting freaky on a boat has backfired. Apparently, the owner of the boat company has now banned the couple from ever riding on their boats again after pictures went viral and the viral of the couple seemingly participating in sexual acts while riding uh, through Venice, Italy. They ain't got the only boat company. Who cares? Right. 
Y'all ain't got the only boats. I would have been trying to take the pictures so I could sell them. Yeah. Like, y'all slipping. Whoever got the pictures got some money for that, you know? You talking about if you was the, oh, boat, yeah. the driver? Well, the driver, those boats yes. are small, so he got to focus on where he going. He can't be, like, looking back at nobody getting their dicks up. Kanye had one of his people take that picture, dog. Ain't no way this nigga just got his little brown booty out, like, sitting on... There's no way he wanted Yo. them butt cheeks to be out in no picture like that. <laughs> but ha- did you not see the other picture where his whole dick is out? No, send it. <laughs> <laughs> not the whole not the whole dick, but it's like his whole... You can see his dickhead print in his pants. I'm like, what is up with Kanye? What is this? You know, everybody be saying a nigga got cloned. I still feel Kanye's presence. Maybe they got him locked in a cellar somewhere. Who is saying that? I don't know. I have not heard that. The whole internet is a lot of people saying Kanye done got cloned, child. Let me find this damn picture. I feel anyway, like this girl, it she you. don't never look safe in the eyes. She always looks scared for her life to me. Like she's unsure yeah, about I, her life. I don't know if she's a new handler. I don't know what I don't know what Kanye got going on, but I hope he come back. I, I, want, him, come back. I want him to get with uh a sister. No, why we gotta be saving niggas all the time? Why we gotta bring niggas back? I want him to be like to the light. I want Kanye to be like yeah, excuse me, Mr. Rainey, I'm going to marry your daughter. Remember that? Like, that verse? Yeah. Yeah, nah. It's gone. I miss, uh, I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> I mean, okay, I, another way I look at it is like, no, he ain't saying much, but he's saying a lot. Like, Kanye just got his ass on the internet, dog. We haven't heard from him since last June, maybe. Like, we haven't heard from Kanye in a very long time. He's been MIA since, like, at least the beginning of this year, I'm right? grateful. For, for someone, no, I love Kanye. I love I'm Kanye too, but that. I want to hear music. I don't want to hear this shit. This shit is like, you know, I want to hear music. I want to hear quality music. I don't want to see his bunky out, as you say, bunky. <laughs> Big brown ass anyway, y'all. with that long moon cut down the middle. We ain't talking about Kanye Wayne no more. Yes. We ain't talking about Kanye no We're more. We're not going to talk okay. about him no more this year. Unless he do something no. spectacular. He always does spectacular no, shit. I'm, I'm confused. Moving right along. Anyway. Y'all, we'll be right back with our special guest from the Professional Homegirl Podcast, Ebony, y'all. We're going to talk all things friendship, love, sex. So stay tuned. It's going to be a good conversation, y'all. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. 
Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Y'all, listen, we have a label meet on We Talk Back today. Welcome to Death Row with these 360 uh, podcast deals. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, we got an artist formerly known as Ebony. Okay, Woo! the professional homegirl. Yes, yes. Hey, girl. hey, girl. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I know. I'm super excited. Finally, we got you. Finally. I don't know if Tam shared this with AJ, but I reached out to the show in 2021 because I wanted to be a guest. And so here we are now, which is like amazing. So thank you once again. Full circle moment. I'm going to be honest with you. I seen it. <laughs> I seen it. I remember. I remember. No, no, hold. I remember seeing you because I when people send messages, like especially in a request box, I'll go in there sometimes just to see. But I won't like you know how you just do it and go. But I remember when Tam was like, "Yeah, she said she messaged us before." Girl, I remembered. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> it'd be a I, lot I, of I messages. No. I did though. I remember seeing it, but it'd be a lot of messages, a lot of me- especially in 2021. We just getting started. Shit, oh, we yeah. knew trying to figure shit out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, like, yeah, we was fresh out. The house. What did you say? Did not not deny, but delay, but not deny. 
I said delayed, but not denied. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So here we are. All right. Tell us how you became the professional homegirl. All right. So it's actually funny because a few years ago before Charlemagne and everybody was talking about mental health, I had my own like mental health issues. So my grandmother at the time, which is so funny because today is her anniversary. And I just realized today because I was just like nonstop. But today is the day that my grandmother uh, passed away. So when she passed away, I was just going through like a really, you know, just that was my first time ever experiencing death. And it was it was a lot for me to go through. And I ended up going to therapy Mm -hmm. and I was talking to my therapist about all the things that I was going through because I never experienced uh, grief before. And, you know, she was just giving me all the tools and things that I needed to, like, get through on my journey. And I started to realize as I started to share my story with everyone else that I was going through with, with um, when it came to losing my grandmother, you know, people started to become open with me about some of the things that they were going through. So I was like, well, you know, I feel like it would be dope if I can create a platform where women of color can be able to come on and, you know, be ourselves and pop their shit. And I feel like as being a professional homegirl, it is being your true, authentic self and I feel like for so long, I show face. And I feel like when I'm a little too like, rah, rah, I'm too passionate, then people say I'm aggressive. But then when I'm quiet and I'm chilling to myself, they think something wrong. So I feel like with professional homegirls, just a place to just mm-hmm. truly be yourself. And that's how we came to be. So you say women can be themselves, but your guests, like they be having like the witness protection shit over their face. <laughs> so who are they? How do you find a guest for your shows? I ch- listen, I tried some of them episodes, baby, had me clutching my pearls like, this is a horror movie. <laughs> you know what it is? Like, where we from, like, I mean, our community can be very judgmental, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like when you hear people backgrounds, the first, especially when you know who it is, you'll be like, oh, why Tam doing that? Why AJ doing that? But then when you're hearing a story and you don't know who it is and you hear from start to finish, it makes you want mm-hmm. it makes you appreciate them more. And it also makes you want to know more about them because you're like, damn, if this bitch can get through it, then I know I can get through my my stuff. So I just feel like with the whole anonymous part, it allows people to share their story fully. Because I also feel like when people know who you are, right. you hide bits and pieces of your truth. And I think that should nobody shed mm. their truth from what they, you know, from everybody else because you should live in your truth. And then how I find my guests, a lot of my guests either be just like word of mouth. I mean, sometimes I do like a lot of research. So at first it was like Instagram using hashtags. And then next thing you know, YouTube is my bag. Because surprisingly, people really love sharing their business, (laughs) especially if they think that their stories can help someone. (laughs) Right. So Mm -hmm. I just feel like at this point, like if you have a story, especially something that's really taboo within our community, then I'm all for it. Because I feel like, I mean, some of the topics do can be triggering, but I feel like there's so much kiki in it that it's like kiki wrapped up in the medicine. So it's like, to me, I don't think that none of the episodes and maybe the only episodes that's been difficult for me is like, um, you know, stories that involve, you know, child abuse. But I feel like for most of the stories, like, like the shit be funny. Like it'd be like, damn, like you really got through that. And it also just makes me feel like, you know, women, especially black women, are just superheroes. Heroes, like I feel like we're on mm-hmm. fire, and it's nothing that we do if we don't put our mind to it. So, like when you listening to these traumatic stories, because a lot of them are like it'll be like my uncle molested me and my mama every Thursday. Like your stories be like really like <laughs> like deep like that. How do you handle listening to people's trauma like this every week? 
I'd be smoking weed and drinking the whole episode. Well, I think before I start um, with each episode, obviously I pray because I want to make sure that, you know, the person trusts me with their story and also, you know, just protecting my energy because I don't want to, you know, go to sleep with this. But honestly, it's not hard for me. Like, you know, I had a very traumatic childhood and, you know, I was a, um, I was physically abused by my mother. So I just feel like I always just think of things like, you know, Sometimes when I was going through a lot of things that I was going through when I was younger, I really feel like I was the only one going through it. Mm-hmm. So when I share yeah. stories, like it's difficult to hear, but I can't even imagine experiencing it. And I feel like these stories, when people hear it, it gives people hope. Like if they can go through that and still be okay, I can go through what I'm going through and survive too. Yeah, I can feel it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think all black women have that little stigma, right? Oh, we just be loud and going off for no reason. We just really be real passionate, mm-hmm. right? Passionate. Facts. I don't be tripping for real. <laughs> I be tripping sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know you be tripping when you got to ask somebody be tripping. Like, girl, you, no, you think I'm tripping? <laughs> that's not true because I be feeling like I need, I need you to understand where I'm coming from because I know like it's not making sense. And if it's not making sense to me, then it can't make sense to everybody else in this room. So I don't think I'd be tripping all the time. No, I really don't think I'd be tripping, but I'm going to still ask somebody to make sure that I'm actually giving this other person this, the level of disrespect I need to be giving them. <laughs> like, am I tripping? But hold, the only thing is, when you tell when you tell a story and you're asking, are you am I tripping? It's only coming from your perspective. So nine times out of ten, the person who's listening to your story is going to say, no, you're not tripping. Because they're only hearing really your side of things. So it's pointless to even ask, ask honestly, are you tripping? I don't think it's pointless. I don't think it's pointless because like I always be saying, like there's perception, Mm -hmm. right? And there's perspective. You get through life with good perspective where you can see things down the middle, right? Mm -hmm. It's people's perception that be having shit fucked up. That's why I don't like that whole, this my truth. Because there is such thing as absolute truth. Your truth could be a goddamn lie. Do you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But so that, when I ask am I tripping, I, listen, I don't be telling half stories. I tell stories exactly how it happens. So you have the opportunity to say, no, bitch, you fucked up. Because I'm never going to lie. I'm never going to leave nothing out. It could be the way I perceived what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Why I'm asking. You think I'm tripping? Because this is how I perceive. And I ask for clarity a lot. Mm-hmm. Let me get some clarity to make sure I ain't tripping. I'll ask for, for clarity from the person I'm talking to, from the homegirl. Home girl, let me get some clarity so I can make sure I'm not tripping on you or somebody else. Like, right? It's 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 good. Yeah, I don't think it's a uh, I don't like that perception and 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 shit, man. Your perception could be a fucking lie. Your brain can really yeah, and that, but that applies yourself. to all of us, right? Absolutely, no, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But there are some people that they perception just be fucked up on everything, and it could be a general census that this person could be a liar yeah or this person just be doing fucked up shit yeah it could be a, sen- a general census i agree facts you know? so while you think you going crazy they doing this shit to their fucking spouse they mom and everybody else daddy. <laughs> yes <laughs> gaslighting everybody <laughs> have you ever had a friend break up with you ebony like a homegirl like y'all no longer friends yeah. but it was you that fucked it up you know what? If I'm being honest, and I'm not saying this because I don't want no friend back, but I will say that because uh, <laughs> you know when you if That's I ain't talking, yeah, like if you looking back, I mean obviously there's growth, and you know there's a lot of work that was done for me to get to this point. So why, why are you shaking your head, AJ? 
Oh, I thought you were saying no. Like, I, no. I no no no. I agree with you a thousand percent. Just like these niggas, a bitch can't spend the block on me because exactly. I feel like at what point are we are we grown women and falling out? You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Like, me and Tan, we be arguing and shit because we have a business together. So our relationship is different. But I'm talking about like friends that I had had for a very long time and now we're no longer friends. Them bitches cannot spend the block. Some of them do. They try because I, I didn't fuck it up. Do you see right. what I'm saying? Like my conscience is always clear because with the four agreements, I do my best every right. time right. in any situation. I think with this one particular situation, I will say that I don't think that I was in the fault. I just didn't think I, I don't think I just know how to articulate what I was feeling because at that time, that's when I lost my grandmother. And, you know, with me being a very passionate person and, you know, I'm very vocal. I think that like a lot of times people just in that particular friend mistake it for, um, you know, me just being aggressive, me being like, you know, a certain way with her and. I just think at that time, like, and that's why I'm so appreciative of the people that's in my life now, because I think from where I was at with that particular person to where I'm at now, those people gave me grace. So I think that grace is very important when it comes to any type of relationship, because a lot of times people just don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And then sometimes people don't even, aren't even considering what you could possibly be going through. Why exactly. do you think you're just tripping on them? So speaking of grace, this is one of the things me and Tan was talking about earlier, like friends versus uh, boyfriends or husbands, right? You know how you see this shit on Instagram a lot. It's like posts saying like, y'all bitches uh, throw your friend away after one disagreement, but you give these niggas a thousand chances. A thousand fucking chances, right? <laughs> what are you thinking about that? Because I feel like women, women, I think people, period, men put their friends on pedestals. Women put their friends on pedestals. You don't expect your friend to play in your face like these niggas would. Like, we expect fuck shit out of them, unfortunately. Right? You know so what? now if I got to keep compromising with my homegirl. Like, why are we arguing? But they just people, right. too, though. Your friends are just people, just hey. like a man, though. Yeah, but I ain't letting, no, I ain't letting my friend or my nigga play in my face. Like, But I also feel like with my friends, like, I've been friends with my friends for a very long time. Like, my oldest best friend i've been friends with her since we was 18 and i'm in my mid-30s so i feel like with her like i do put her on a higher pedestal because you know better like and you know all you know all different sides of me now mm-hmm. with a nigga i might give him a little grace because we still getting to know each other but i do have my hard limits like you're not gonna disrespect me or do certain things but when it comes to my girlfriends like my sisters hell yeah it's hoes before bros <laughs> <laughs> but what's some what's some cut off shit for homegirls? Like what's some shit you cutting your homegirl off for? Um, you know what? I'm really big on telling my business because I'm very particular about who I tell what to. So I can tell three people the same story in d- three different ways because I know exactly if something was to come out, I know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> so telling your business, you're gonna get cut off. Oh yeah, I'm really big on that because I feel like if we have a if we have a sisterhood where if I come to you and I'm like confiding in you in something that's really personal, and then I hear you go mm-hmm. back and tell the next bitch, that's a problem for me. For me, it, it would tell my business. It's just the manner in which it was told. Was it told with malicious intent? Because if you were drunk and it just a story that was relatable to somebody else's story and it came out, I'm not cutting you off for that. That might you and if you apologize, like that's a mistake. That's a mistake. But if you're doing it like, oh, let me tell you what ten how ten fucked up, like you know, that's a problem to me. You know, when it comes to friendship. What about you, AJ? Mm-hmm. Um, 
money. That's why I loan bitches no goddamn money. Okay, mm. I done lost a couple. It cost me about $500 to get rid of a bitch before. Like, that's all it costs. Because once you give somebody money and they don't give it back, like, the friendship is tarnished. Because really what I feel, y'all, the women who I were was friends with for a very, very long time and not friends with now, it still hurt my feelings to this day, right? But what hurts my feelings even more is that these bitches know intimate shit about me and they just still walk around earth like shit cool. Like, I really want them mm-hmm. to disappear a little bit. Just this much. <laughs> like, so nobody, you know, especially like in entertainment and we doing what we doing. Like some people know some real deep shit about me. Like, and those be the people that go to the tabloids. You know right. what I'm saying? Like those are the people who telling your business to blogs and shit like that in the future. I don't like that. I don't like a bitch not being my friend no more and no shit about me. So you want to do that? <laughs> not, I didn't say that. You said that. You said disappear. I said go. I said, go real far away and sleep there overnight. (laughs) Every night. Every night. Do y'all feel like where y'all at, has it been hard for y'all to connect with other women? I make friends all the time. I connect with women easily. But then I do hair all day, all day, every day. So part of my job is to Mm. connect with women. But I guess deal breaker, money is not any money I give you or loan you is money that I can afford to lose. That's how I always treat money. That way we don't fall out behind it. So if I give you money, okay. I want it back. Don't get me wrong. But if I don't get it back, it's because I, in my head, it was already gone. And that's how I treat right. money when it comes with friends. Now, the conversation about like talking and telling my business, it just depends on what your intentions was with my business. You know, I'll be mad at you for sharing, but if it wasn't malicious, we still can be friends. The thing that's a deal breaker for me is don't be fucking with none of my niggas behind my back and I find out. <laughs> oh, that's obvious, well, no. You own them niggas, them your niggas? They belong to me, bitch, and you know it. If you my friend, <laughs> I done talked about this nigga to you. If I find out you fucking with him behind my back, that's a problem for me. That's deceitful. Don't do that. Oh, I thought so, that was obvious. It, it, nah, girl, they be breaking the girlfriend rules. Okay. No, some oh, people, some people, code. that's okay. I, you know, I find that uh, with women of other races, like white women, they will fuck with each other's husbands and boyfriends and still be friends afterwards. You know, white people are different, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, but that's but a, me. Me and Tammy gonna talk about it first before or after. <laughs> we don't. We don't cross paths. <laughs> we have crossed paths, but it ain't never been like, oh no. I'ma go grab exactly. the nigga behind Sneaky. your back type shit. Like that's weak to me. Don't do that. Because a lot of these niggas I give them, I toss them to you, baby. You ain't gotta do it behind my back. Exactly. Yo, was I I was gonna say, wasn't y'all on somebody else show in the very beginning? You I think it was you, Tim, saying how Girl, you Girl, don't be bringing up old shit, Ebony. <laughs> <laughs> That was on that. That was on brilliant, brilliant idiots. We was talking about that motherfucking fastball. I threw her ass right quick, girl. We got Uber meets. It was coming listen, in twenty twenty five. It was COVID. <laughs> I had anxiety. I was lonely. I needed some male company. Okay, sue me. <laughs> and I knew a nigga. I knew a real, real good one. It was awesome. He was amazing, man. Look. I want all our listeners listeners to know this one thing about me, bitch. I know good dick. I'm just telling y'all, I know good dick. Now, outside of having good penis, he was a really good person too. So that was excellent. No, hold on, Ebony. Ebony, let me tell you about this bitch now. This supposed to be like a little, like super sneaky link, even though we telling our business, right? Super. 
Why you cooking for the nigga the next day? No, he could. Then you at his house and he cooking for her the next day. He cooked for me. Like they was having slumber parties. Tammy, you cook for that nigga one day in your apartment too. I I cooked for me and he came and had a plate. It just so happened that I was cooking (laughs) and he was hungry. (laughs) So wait, how does that work? Like Tammy, could you wipe him up if you wanted to? Uh, that wasn't in the plan. That wasn't in the, uh, no, it was. That might've been your husband. Like, you know, no, you can't let your homegirl be in the way of your husband. Like you never know. Right. Uh, if it, if it, you know, I didn't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. It'd be like, uh, the best man we say in our vows. And I got the image of Ashley sucking his dick in my head while we say in our vows It's weird. Yeah. I don't want that. Whatever. So, <laughs> so no, but it was good for no, what it was. Hmm. Yeah, I know good dick. So, let me ask y'all this, because um, I was talking to one of my homegirls, and she's older, a little older than us, but you know, she's been married twice, right? And we had like this whole back and forth one night because um, I was saying like, if I knew some shit about one of my close friends, like her nigga cheating or her husband cheating on her, like I might tell her depending on who it is. So if your friend is married, right. And she's never like explained to you, like she's having all these problems at her husband. Like everything is always, always seems so wonderful, you know, in their relationship, you see him cheating. Are you, are you not going to tell your best friend? Um, so I'm going to take a picture. Because I feel like when you tell a bitch about her man, you need proof, mm. especially when it's her husband. And even when it comes to my best friend, like, you know, bitches be like, my man, my man, my man. So I just want to make sure like, hey, I seen so-and-so doing this with so-and-so and I got this picture and do what you want with it. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Because at the end of the day, I don't, you never know what somebody got going on with they nigga. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling shit. I mind really? my business, man. I'm not. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna mind my business. My bet if my best friend is like traveling the world with her husband, they doing all the all the good shit together. Like I don't want to be the person that breaks her heart because that's how women are look like. Look at it. You know, she'll end up still going on and staying with her husband, and now our friendship is a mess because I'm the one that brought this dirty laundry to you. You know what I'm saying? You're not even, we, we already talked about how men and women like friendships and relationships just differ and how mm-hmm. we put our friends on a pedestal. So it's easier to just discard your woman. You're not about to, I mean, discard your homegirl. You're not about to discard your whole husband. So no, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm telling. I don't think I'm telling until she come to me crying about, Oh damn, I can't wait until she come crying about some shit. No, see if it's my, that's fucked when you up. say best, <laughs> right, if it's just a friend, I might turn my, and they're super happy, I might turn the other cheek and mind my business. Yeah, but, but if friends. it's my best friends, they gonna hear about it because somebody gonna call, because I jumped on their husband. I jumped on their <laughs> husband in public. They gonna be like, Tammy, I here fucking your husband up. You need to come. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, sure her husband me that I see him. Right, they gonna get so a picture of me him. on his ass, because I don't play like that, that might be what I'll do then. Confront him, mm-hmm. right? And give him the opportunity to tell him his damn self. Yeah. Right. He gonna have to tell. Like, that bitch, your bitch friend Tammy jumped on me and pulled my motherfucking dreadlocks out. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Hell yeah, don't play with my best friend. Fuck you, and them locks. <laughs> and this bitch you my best She next. Because I don't want somebody to tell me. Yeah, my best friend, I would be upset if my best friend didn't do something. You know? Right. So do y'all arbitrarily tell y'all friends when they being a dumb bitch? Or y'all just smile and nod at the stories? No, I talk. You know, because sometimes your friends just want you to listen, right? And so you just keep hearing all this dumb bitch shit over and over and over again. Like, at what point do you be like, hey, bitch, you being a dumb bitch? <laughs> you know, I feel like my best friends know me. So they know when I ask certain questions, they already know I'm going with it. So I feel like I don't need to tell you you being dumb because you saying shit out loud and me asking you certain questions is just letting you know that, come on now, this shit is not adding up. But I also feel like maybe this is just your season of being a dumb bitch because we all been there. And you got to learn. Because I'd rather you be a dumb bitch while you dating around being single than be a dumb bitch and you marry a, a whole ass nigga. Right. Yes? No, we're not discriminating. I like them. No, I like them reformed. Not still. Don't be a hoe with me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Listen, unless that's just your relationship. I, I think I'm too, I'm kind of blunt and frank. So I'm going to tell you. But then if I keep having to tell you, it gets to a point where I'm not going to say nothing else because then you are comfortable in this space and then I'm just going to listen and wait for you to learn your lesson. Right. But I will be like, bitch, you're stupid. I will say it just like that. <laughs> bitch, you're dumb. <laughs> bitch, you better than me. If I start telling you you better than me, that means you dumb. <laughs> what do people say? If you like it, I love it. Uh, right, Exactly. So one of my friends who I'm no longer friends with, I remember I stopped talking to her because she was like clearly being a dumb bitch and I just didn't want to be associated with dumb bitch-ism. You know what I'm saying? Like she just was being had by a nigga and I just couldn't stand by because there was nothing I could tell her to make her stop talking to this guy. And I'll never just be like, leave a nigga. But this nigga wasn't even like tangible. He was in prison. So I can't, exactly. So I can't like... (laughs) Bitch, I'm trying to help you help you. And she just was she just was gone. So I couldn't really have a relationship with her anymore until that person was out the picture. But and he would actually tell her, don't tell me shit, because he knew I had more sense than her. Damn. So is he still in jail? <laughs> Girl, that is a whole long ass story. Yes, he's back in prison. Oh, and she back? helped put him put him there. Josh, you need to come if on the you're show. listening, bitch, yeah, I'm on here telling your motherfucking business we ain't friends no more. But you need to come <laughs> on Ebony's show, the professional homegirl, so you can share right. your truth. <laughs> I want to hear the tea. Why you girl, whole mess. <laughs> that wasn't her man when she. It was he was. Let me let's go on, child. Let's go to break. We'll be right back. <laughs> let's pay some bills. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Y'all think y'all make more friends now? Or was it easier in your 20s in your twenties and 40s? Or is that better vetting process y'all have for, for friends nowadays? Um, I think I make more friends now. But I think that just have to do with me just knowing who I am and being confident in myself. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when you're younger, like, you just be going through shit. You be thinking this person your friend. But meanwhile, she be hating on you. Or, like, you know, girls can be weird. And, like, jealousy is a real big thing, especially when people see the potential in you and you don't see it in yourself. So I feel like not, Right. So I feel like now, like... And there's just so many, you know, dope women out there that's just doing amazing things that want to connect with other like-minded women. So I feel like now it's way easier than what it was before. For me, I I think it's um, the same amount of people, but it's just different on who I call friend. 
Like I don't use the term friend as easily as I did when I was in my twenties. You know, I have created more boundaries and I know how to compartmentalize where people are in my life, you know? So that's the difference for me. Same amount of bitches coming here, here, come and go. But, uh, friend I don't use that term as loosely as I did when I was in my 20s in my 20s I meet a bitch in the motherfucking bathroom of the club and like her fingernail polish and we start talking and we friends you know right. it's not the same as, you know once you get older what about for you yeah, right? I think some of your, I think some of your friends like especially in your 20s come from like childhood right and then you have these relationships with these people for so long because of time mm-hmm. right and they probably should have been expired so I got, I feel like I, I've never not been able to make friends then or now. I probably have more meaningful relationships with the women that mm-hmm. are in my life now. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. have some friends, like like my friend Priscilla, we celebrated her 40th birthday last week. Like we've been friends literally since six and seven years old. Parents mm-hmm. still live in the same neighborhood. Like we've been friends for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. I know her ass even when she get on my nerve and vice versa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a forever friend, but... I don't think it's hard, bitch. I be stealing people friends. Like, I'm friends with people who are no longer friends with the people I met them through. Yeah, same. But I'm still friends on both ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one, like, fuck that bitch. She like, fuck that bitch. And I'm in the middle, like, I still love y'all. And I want all us to be in a room together. <laughs> That's how my best friend is. So I had this friend group that I was in uh, from, some of us were friends as children. And some of us met in college. But... My best friend, Takia, is still friends with all of us, and none of us are friends with each other. We're only friends with Takia, and it's the four of us. Takia is the only sane one, is what I'm hearing. No. Takia is, is the best Takiya communicator a- out of all of us. That's what it is. She's not sane. No, we're all sane, <laughs> but she's just the best communicator out of all of us. The rest of us will fight fists. And I just don't want to do that anymore. I'm done with the fist fighting era of my friendships. If it comes to physical, we can't. You're going to jail, first of all. If you attack me, you're going to jail. And second of all. You have a fist fighting friend? Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. And then friends again? Yes. After the fight? Mm -hmm. Nah, bitch. If I got to put hands on you, that's it. Yeah, we definitely fall in. When we was younger, yeah, we definitely duke it out and then be friends again. But... Not that's some down south I shit. never fought. Not no more. I can't do that no more. You yeah. ain't never fought. You ain't never fist fought your sister. That's family. Like, of course, you. My friends so are much. family. My friends no, are family. You, it's the I same type like of dynamic. Oh no, child. I feel Fact. like I'm not about to be fighting a homegirl. Like sisters, y'all grew up. Y'all know each other. So crazy. Growing up in the same house, just annoyed in the house together. Mommy ain't home. Just like you only fought your sister living in the same house. Y'all ain't never fought I, when I, I got I only, bigger. I'll, but it was different. <laughs> I definitely tried to get that ass and bitch. I'm like, bitch, come in the yard because it's actually not enough. Yeah, you fight fight with, if you if you talk and be around I a feel woman bad about at it. some page, you go fist fight at some point. No, like when we were younger. When we were younger, yes, our twenties. I yes, never fist fought possible. a friend ever, ever. It's if very it came possible. to blows. I'm not fucking with you no Did more. Did you ever fight? It's like my sister. It's like fighting with my sister to me. I never when we were young fight my sisters like that. Hmm? I mean, we fought, but not. I, it wasn't fought, often, but, not, but it just has happened, you know. Hmm. 
Nah, I feel like if I have to put my hands on one of my homegirls, because I feel like I never fought a homegirl before. I feel like we came close to it, but if I got to put my hands on you, I got to walk away. Because that's, that's, I feel like when I was a kid, yeah, we will fight, but in your 20s fighting your friends? That's, yeah, that's crazy. Wild. In college? I remember I, uh, one of my friends, I threw up on one of my friends and we got into a told fight. Story. Yeah. They ain't your friend, day. though. Are but y'all yeah, still friends now? We, Thick as thieves. That's my nigga to the end. Like that's crazy. We, we were young, nineteen years old, drunk. Both of us drunk. It's not just me drunk. We're both drunk. We fought. The next day, we cleaned the car out together. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't that deep. For one, I don't you know. guys are alcoholics. I got beat up, <laughs> but let me tell you, I got beat up because I was super wasted. Like I was drunk. I didn't even know the fight was coming. So. <laughs> <laughs> your ass off guard you probably was a no no that is true now when somebody drunk and you not really that drunk like motherfucker gets so right. annoying like bitch leave me alone <laughs> yeah it was bad no i would I not was on that bumpy face. yeah i would never put like at this age even in my 30s if we get to the point where we got to be physically violent to one another then it's just a no-go nah. we, we don't need to be friends mm-hmm Y'all know they have an app now for uh, meeting friends, like the Bumble app for relationships. They have a Bumble friendship app now. Women women have, you know, some people, I won't say women, but people have hard times meeting women and, and making friendships. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I do hair and I have clients that I know that are coming as much as they come just to have somebody to talk to. It's not even about really? their hair. Yeah. They just need a space mm. where they can come and talk and relax and be away from their husband, their kids, and just sit with someone who's not judging their story and leave feeling pretty, you know? So, and don't we have actually, nobody to talk to. We mm-hmm. actually had a friendship coach on, remember? Her name was um, Danielle, Danielle Jackson, mm-hmm. I think it is, or something like that. Danielle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like a friendship coach, woman, female friendship coach. This is a while mm. ago, though. Mm-hmm. But I think some people do have tough times. Um, making friends. Making friends with people. Yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with that. Um, yeah, I feel like everybody's my damn friend. I know my mama said I ain't <laughs> never met a stranger before. That was my problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, do you want to get into relationships with, like, uh, not women, but with our men? Let's talk about this. Are you paying half in a relationship? Are you paying half the bills, Ebene? Hell no. Listen, I feel like I just had this conversation with my homegirl and her nigga. I feel like if I'm living with a man, and I'm from the South. Like, I was born in New York. I was raised in the South. So I'm very traditional. Like, I'm very, like, passionate and aggressive. Like, I'm type alpha Mm -hmm. when it comes to, like, my business and stuff. But when it comes to my relationship, I want to be submissive. I don't want to think. I want to make sure that I'm with somebody that can be able to be like, you know what? I know he got it. So if I'm living with you, you need to pay this rent. I pay some little utilities. I make sure the food, the groceries done. I cook a little meal, make sure the house is clean, but I'm not splitting no, no major bills with no man. No. You, yeah, you might, you might as well live by yourself at that point. I can't say that. That's uh, not true. No, I'm saying you might, if you have to pay half the bills, like you might as well. Right. Yeah, do that by your mm-hmm. damn self. Cause why That's am a I cohabit- why am I cohabitating mm-hmm. with a man who's like down my neck about my paycheck? 
I remember, uh, remember this, the fly, super fly lady from, um, ah, what's her name? From iHeartRadio. Remember she was in, in Memphis? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot her name. I can't name, remember but... her name, though, but she was there. Right. Yeah. So um, she was also at the live show, and she was saying how her first husband used to be like, these, these bitches is paid. Like, she's, you know what I'm saying? She's well off. But she was like, her first husband would always be like, um, damn, how much money we get today? <laughs> like, he waited for her paycheck to come. And she said it was one of her male friends that said, why, uh, basically told her she needs a rich man. One of her male mm-hmm. friends said, you need a nigga with money. Like, you can't stay married to this person, right? So she actually, like, her husband now, she was like, my husband don't even, I, I make a lot of money. He don't care how much money I make. I don't pay no bills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's daddy calling us gold diggers, but want to dig our fucking gold. But for free. Well, all right, well, all right. <laughs> right now the economy is kind of the economy is kind of fucked up and kind people of are, people are, you know, struggling. And that's not just women, that's men and women. Mm-hmm. If you get right. with someone who's having a hard time financially, you're not gonna split the bills. If you love right. this person, I listen. Well, I think people are I think people need to also be realistic. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if you was in a situation and like, this is somebody you've been knowing since you was a, a child, y'all been through a lot of things together, then I would probably, that's the exception to the rule. Cause y'all trying to figure things out. Y'all both young, y'all trying to get things going. I feel like as a one, like a grown woman, and as much as I have accomplished on my own, you have to add value to my life. Mm-hmm. Like, cause if you're doing something and I got to split it with you, then I'm, I might as well just keep doing it myself. Yeah. And then how are you supposed to, and this is and, I, and men know this, right? They just don't want to hear from women, right? So if you're a man, a full-grown man who takes care of business, like go talk to your brethren and stop talking to us, right? Because they just don't want to hear this from us. But all men want to be able to provide. The frustration right. comes when they can't, right? And so instead of recognizing it and start problem solving, because that's what a man is, a problem solver, right? Instead of doing that, they'll find fault with you to justify why he can't provide. But all men want to be able to right. provide. I, I won't. I won't. At right now, at this space in this age, I won't even sit here and pretend like I wouldn't split the bills. But let me tell you why. Only if I was with somebody who aspired to taking care of everything. That's and it. He had a solid. That's plan, all I'm asking. That's and all he had a solid for. plan and solid goals, and we and we striving toward that. Yeah, let's split it. Let's get this money together, baby. It's not a problem. Exactly. But I won't say that. I'm I'm willing to uh that I'm not willing to do it because that would that would be a lie at this right. There was a time where I'd be like, absolutely not. But in real life, Nick, everybody don't have it all the way figured out right away. And I don't right. want to like, you know, completely cancel out a good man because he's not in a space where he aspires to be. You know? And I think that's where most women, that's where most of our us are at, right? We just want a man to aspire to one day take care of, take care of his family completely. Nobody's asking you to have all shit together. My fucking life be in shambles half the time. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm still figuring it out, bitch. I be feeling 18 sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to get to where I'm going. I got a fucking plan. You know what I'm saying? And I keep shit in fucking motion. That's all you look for right. in a mate. So if you got your thing going, I got my thing going on, let's attack these things, right? Yeah. But right. the ultimate goal, nigga, I is for you to a, take care yes. of the thing. Yes, yes. I want to be a housewife. Yes. yes, that should be That's the goal. The goal. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree there. I agree there. All right, so we talked about telling our friends dumb bitches. 
I know you listened to our show before, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have a dumb bitch story that you want to share with us? I know you came with one, Ebony. Do I have a... So I haven't had... So I've been celibate for like... I lost count, but it's been like three, four years Bitch, now. why are we talking about wait? that? Hold <laughs> on, wait. Wait. What? Save your dumb bitch story. Roll back that beautiful bean footage real quick. <laughs> like what? So, listen. Oh, I need her, her whole listen, I need that extra pussy. Can I have yours since you ain't using it? Child, please take mine so you can make sure it still works, child. <laughs> Not the pussy out of order. Like, first of all, bitch, when you hit us up, you should have said, My name is Ebony and a bitch ain't fucking four years. Like, that would have oh. set their whole shit off. We well, like, what are we gonna talk about? <laughs> Alexa, play oh. Broken Pussy by Issa Rae. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. How did this start and how how did it go so long? Tell us about that. All right. So three, four years ago, I was dating. I was doing my thing, right? Mm-hmm. And fucking, like, I love to fucking date. Like, I always, is doing your thing. Go ahead, girl. Ebony. I'm not even fucking like, just also just I like, I like to be in men like a male energy like because i feel like that allows me to really be my feminine self you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like because i'm a girly girl but i feel like sometimes i'm always like a real nigga i'm so aggressive and passionate yeah yeah so i feel like when i'm around a real nigga like you know i get soft and shit and so i was outside doing my thing and you know i was dealing with a few people and you know at that time everything was like in shambles i didn't have things was just like not working for me in my favor and, you know, making a long story short, I just broke down and I'm just like, damn, like, I'm really trying to, like, figure shit out. And, like, you know, the only family I really have besides my close friends is my grandmother who passed away. So I'm just like, yo, God, like, you know, what do I got to do to, like, be able to, like, get to where I want to get to in my career and just, like, you know, be somewhat financially comfortable because I'm tired of fucking feeling like I'm holding on by the thread. And, you know, I just made the decision of just like, you know what, if I was to give up sex, like, you got to make sure some things pop for me because I want my own place. I want a nice place. I want some money. Like, I want my network deal. Like, I want all these things to come into fruition, but you got to you gotta give me something. And I just also feel like when I was having sex with these people, I'm just like, yo, why am I sharing my body and, and all these other things about myself with these niggas? And I don't feel safe with them. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't make sense. Like... And I feel like, you know, I've been outside for a very long time. So I'm used to like, you know, men taking me out, buying me really nice things and like, you know, treating me the way that I desire to be treated. But by the time I'm done with them, I just felt empty. Like I still feel like they didn't know the real me. And I Mm. feel like a lot of times when people see you, especially when you're an attractive woman, people just only see what you're trying to accomplish or they only see the exterior. And I feel like a lot of the people that I was messing with didn't even like, know things about me that you should have known so you know i just was like you know what and i didn't make no vow to god like you know i was having a conversation with god and i'm just like you know i ain't trying to wait to marriage but you know i'm just trying to wait to a place where by the time i do meet somebody like i want it to be something that i somebody i feel safe with and somebody that like i really feel like have a genuine like for me like god forbid something was to happen i know i can call this nigga up and it'd be a wrap you know what i'm saying so so right now I've been like dating here and there, trying to get back outside, but I oh don't know. These niggas are just trash. Don't say don't that. Say that. Don't, don't say, say that. Don't say that. You know, because there's a lot no, of good men are. out there. They just not cute. Like I be saying, like I be, I'm dead serious about that. And niggas get mad at that too, but we do like 
women and men are both visual. Men are a little bit more visual than us, but you want to look right. at the exterior first, right? Mm -hmm. To determine like what's what. Mm -hmm. And they just may not be attractive initially to you. And they may be but good, also, good also men. saying when you speak out loud that men are trash, that's all you're going to meet. You can't keep saying that and expect to meet good men. You got to say men are good. Men are the thing. No, I agree. I agree. Like, I've been manifesting, like, especially when I do my deep prayers, I'm like, you know what? Because I do believe there are good men out there. Mm -hmm. I just feel like the men that's been in my space, it just been, it's just not been what I want. And I also feel, and it doesn't have anything to do with looks because I feel like, I mean, for the most part, I do want somebody that's attractive, but I feel like as you get older, certain, certain things don't matter. Like, you just really want a good person. Mm -hmm. Right. For me. Mm -hmm. So, no, I agree. Like, I'm being very careful with my words, but I just feel like the men are just... Ugh. It's hard. It's hard out here. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's not hard. Because they the prize now, honey. Ew. They oh the prize. God. Some of them think they <laughs> yeah. the prize. You know, and the no, girl is already that... married. <laughs> the tables yeah. have turned in a way, and it seems like the men do think that they're the catch instead of the woman now. But it's because, like, what is it like? In Atlanta, what is it like? Fourteen to one men, you know, men to women. Yeah. I mean, know, women I, to men. I don't like those um, statistics. St statistics because who controls them for one, right? Men. So why wouldn't we tell bitches, uh, girl, you're gonna have to deal with us because it's too many y'all. It's only a little bit of us, so they can have a pick of the litter for the rest of their lives. Like, why wouldn't they uh, manipulate us in that way? But it'll be looking like it though. It'd be like <laughs> 17 bitches and it's like four niggas walking but around. But where where are you at? Where are you at? Because I just saw a video on um Instagram and I hate that we missed this because I was in Atlanta for um Invest A girl did a video, she was like, Y'all bitches better be here next year. It's so many nice looking <laughs> men here. Like, and if those are the type of men, like you have to put yourself where the type of and you also have to be who you want to meet. Like mm -hmm. you can't, you can't no. be a damn two thinking you deserve a 10 nigga. Cause there are men out here who are tens. Do you deserve that? No, mm -hmm. no, your hollow level. <laughs> right. I feel like one of the things that I'm doing now, especially since I'm starting to get back out there and date. Cause I feel like since I haven't dated in so long, I kind of like, I know what I want, but I don't know what I like. Like I want to just get out there and just, you know, see what's going on. Feel around. So I do feel like it's. Right. So I do feel like it is important to like, if you want a certain man, you got to be in a certain atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to have a man do certain things, you got to be where they be at. So I have been like looking up different places to go to, like just being strategic in my dating life. Because mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, for me, like I've been going so, like I sacrifice a lot for, you know, my career and my goals and things of that nature. So I'm just like, I need to put that same energy into, you know, being dating in my life. You gotta body. have a blueprint. You gotta have a plan. Yeah. My same friend I was talking about her, she has a daughter. Her daughter's like 26 years old. And she's like, her daughter doesn't, she doesn't know of any prospects her daughter has. And she doesn't want her daughter to be our age without a husband. So she like, girl, this is something right. you gotta plan. Like, it's a book called Get Getting To I Do. And I forgot the author mm -hmm. name of it. The author name of the author. I started reading it or listening to it on Audible. But it basically tells you it's a instruction guide on how to get a husband, essentially, mm -hmm. right? The things that you need to do. And I just don't think that we, we for specifically black women, we have never been taught how to get a husband for real. You just go through all your life, different relationships with a bunch of people spending too much time in the wrong places. 
a lot of times. Right, but then right. oftentimes our sons haven't been taught how to be a husband by nobody either, you know? That part. So. And shit, oftentimes we trying to fucking survive. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I feel like, right. you know, because I also feel like I have a lot of my girlfriends, like, you know, we don't have children. We're, I, well, I'm the only single one out of my girlfriend group. But, you know, it's just very unfortunate how society makes us feel like we're less than a woman because we don't have these things. Not that... attached to a man, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I feel like there's exactly. I feel like there's more to life than just being attached to a man. Like I would want to be. I would love to have a man that loves me and I love him unconditionally. But you know, it gotta make sense. Like I don't want to just be with somebody for the sake of it because right. then I'm back to where I started. You know. Right. And if you ask so a I lot think of women, single, gotta be okay with that. Yeah. And if you, I think a lot. I think women are okay with beings. We are and we aren't. Right. Because we want. We definitely want somebody. We want a man. Do you necessarily yeah. need him? So <laughs> I need one. I'm tired of being out here by myself. I need. I like being in relationships too. I, I definitely, to I definitely head. like to be with a man. Like, <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> if you don't get no dick by twenty January, I'm gonna call you January 2024. Like, did you give that pussy? Uh, I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna fuck for you, Ebony. 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 <laughs> <laughs> by Can January you talk over here. Because and I just want like a nice juicy big dick. Like, yo, I've been so horny lately. Like, I've been just looking at niggas' dicks all day. And one, this one white man, he caught caught me looking at his dick, and he just started smiling. I'm like, Jesus Christ! He might have just been all nuts. (laughs) Probably with some big balls piled up right there in the front. It was nah. That nigga had a soft shell. Yeah, white man. Well, the white man. That's why I was like, damn. You like white men? You like white men? Um, I dated white men before. How was that? Um, <laughs> it's nice. It's fun. I mean, I dated a certain type of white men, so yeah, it was a good time. I went through a phase where I just looked at everybody's dicks. It was a problem. Like I just looked at every. If you was a man, I was like, I look at your face, and then I look down at your dick. Every and, and this, it didn't matter how old you were. It didn't like I mean, not a child, but a grown man. If you was grown, I was looking at your package. Yeah, just staring. Yeah, anywhere between twenty two and sixty, I looked at that dick. I ain't gonna lie. That's so, I don't, I don't never not look at dick. I don't know what y'all talking about. Like y'all stopped? Why? You look. I don't know. I just. I'm not in. I'm not in that space right now. I'm not in that space. I'm not looking at dick. I don't even want no dick right now. I still want to look. I still. I mean, I'm in your. I'm in the space you were in three years ago, but not like that. Not like for. I can't imagine. It probably gonna happen till like till October. But you know what? Regardless of the time frame, I think that every woman should go through a time frame time period when they're not having sex because I feel like. You know, I don't, and I don't want to say I'm celibate. I want to say that I'm sustaining from sex because I feel like this has been the most rewarding season ever. Because I feel like the best thing you can do with God is to keep your word, not to get all religious or anything. And I feel like, you know, I receive a lot of great rewards for holding my word when it comes to, you know, being very, um, um, having a discipline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I think every woman should definitely go through this period when the time is right, because when you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like you will learn a lot about yourself. Tam, how, what's the longest you ever went without sex? I got one year and maybe two. One year and two months, maybe. So <laughs> That's it, good. Um, it's been about... All right, so when I was... my boy in life, was in the, period. 
Mm-hmm. So when my boyfriend was in the military, he would be gone for six months. So six months. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> like, I was That's just waiting for... But, but this time around, like, it's only been, like... <laughs> how What's today? It's like... <laughs> but uh, it's been, like, a, at least two months. And I'm thinking October, I'm going to fuck again. But I just needed some, like, 90-day clarity, you know? I feel like we had a hotline. Somebody was going to call in here and call you a fucking liar. <laughs> well, I, I do. Like, girl, I fucked you last Thursday. <laughs> mind your business. Just mind your business, nigga. Nigga, why you bringing right. up old shit? <laughs> No, I was waiting for no, my I'm ex kidding. to be sentenced at the time. So, like, the feds broke us up, right? So, once that nigga got his sentence, I was like, fucking. Mm-hmm. Immediately, I found a nigga and was about to marry his ass. So, that was your one year? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen, I need y'all to come on the show, man. I we need coming. stories. <laughs> I, um, I got I'm some on... good... Listen. Woo. I need to do another one. I need. I definitely need to do a fast from sex. I... The thing is that I'll go, like, just not having sex a lot, and then I'll just... Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just little spare of the moment type shit, just not... But I'm like, not... Do you, do you masturbate, Ebony? Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm not even... Yeah. Like, I'm not masturbating. You don't either. masturbate? I'm not masturbating. I'm not really? doing nothing right now. I'm not smoking. I wasn't drinking, but I'm, like, having champagne a little bit here and there. We, I started drinking when... Uh, Poor minds came to town and we went out with them. I had a drink then and I'm having a drink now. But y'all look so cute. I wasn't. Thank you. I didn't. I'm not smoking. I'm not having sex. I'm not masturbating. I'm not doing nothing right now. At least till October. What is it for? What's the reason? I just don't want to. If you don't mind me asking, I just don't want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just need uh, like some clarity. Mental clarity, yeah. 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 I, I could use a no dick thing, but I don't even be having sex that often to be like, oh, I ain't going to have no sex. But I, I wish somebody could call up right now because then they would be like, <laughs> 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 listen, AJ, bust a nut for me, child. Yeah, bust child. one for both of us tonight. Make a video <laughs> and send it to me. I'd be riding because I can watch, M&A. but I can't participate. <laughs> so you can watch and not get horny? Well, I haven't tried, so I don't know. But I'm just saying, if she make a video, I'll watch and see what happens. <laughs> I'm not beating off to you smashing Tam. I swear to God. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you nasty. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. I'm like, yo, look at this bitch. Why not? It's still different. Go, I'll be like, porn. go. No, it's not the same. That right. is not the same. It's not your coochie. Butt. It's your butt. I don't want to see it. It's a good butt. It's a problem. I will watch your video and then call you tomorrow. Like, so what are we talking about next week on the show? I wouldn't even, wouldn't even be like <laughs> moving right along. Damn weirdo. <laughs> Tell me a fucking sociopath, y'all. <laughs> That's not fair. All right, listen. All right, tell us your dumb bitch story. Dumb bitch story. You're so dumb. Because we've all been a dumb bitch at least once or twice. I don't know what it is about young niggas, but they have the best dick. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, I think I was low-key digmatized. And I'm too, I'm you know what it is? I'm not too old to be digmatized, but I'm too old to be digmatized by a young nigga. Right. And I just you ain't find got myself like- got nothing but just, dick for you. 
he ain't got nothing but dick. Like he's still trying to figure shit out, whatever. And I'm talking about like, like his dick was so pretty. Like as soon as I saw it, my mouth will water. Mm. And I just feel like, I, yeah, like it, just thinking about it, just like, mm. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> the dick was just so good. I was just doing dumb shit. Like, you know, just doing things that you know you don't want to do. Like, cause we used to live like right down the street from each other. And I don't know. It's, <laughs> what you used to be doing? Cleaning that nigga house. She was cleaning that nigga house. I know she was. Bringing oh, that mama nigga house. house. Cleaning lunch that mama money. house. Taking him lunch money. Now, I don't no nigga no money. I do a lot, a lot of other shit, but I ain't giving no nigga no you money. You crossed the line. Just, yeah, that was uh-uh. But it was just like, you know, just cleaning his house or like helping him with his business or just like... Like that's not know, like, that's not dumb, bitch. I don't feel like that's a dumb bitch no, thing to like be cleaning the house. It or... because, no, it is because I feel like there's nothing wrong for that when that's your man or you see some potential. I didn't see nothing in this nigga but dick. So I feel like for me, like nigga, we should just be fucking. I'm going home, but I'm helping you do this and do that. Like it's just, and then it was so weird because he had his housewoman party. And this girl was over there, and mind you, they young. Mm-hmm. And he said that that's his cousin, but I feel like they was fucking. Probably. How young? Yeah. Um, I think he was 25, 26. Oh, okay. That ain't too bad. Mm, that yeah. ain't too bad. Look at this bitch. <laughs> I mean, that's not for me. <laughs> that's just right for this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like grown men. I like full adult. Yeah, men. I like a man. Yeah, twenty six yeah, is. Just... It, I is. I wouldn't take twenty six serious, but I would definitely fuck twenty six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was some good dick, though. The last twenty six year old I fucked, he was trying to have me look fucking like a wheelbarrow. Had me like in plank position with my legs. I was like, nigga, I am too old for this motherfucking shit. Put, my Put auntie down. <laughs> they got all the stamina. Like it's like, ugh. This, that was a long time ago. Y'all, you have to get the runners. If you're gonna get an older nigga, he gotta be like have real good cardio health, and he gonna fuck you just yeah. like them young niggas, for sure. What's old? At this point, like I don't know what's old because I'll date a fifty year old. Hell no, I wouldn't. Yeah. I think he's a fifty year old. I like forty seven, forty eight, forty nine. I like I like early forties too. I like forty year old people. I'll just say that. I like people right. in their forties. After fifty you get a little I just don't want to see that gray line around your pupil. Okay? That's how I know you old. <laughs> niggas deteriorate. Got cataracts. <laughs> nigga <laughs> Oh old ass nigga was trying to tell me he was forty five once with that gray nigga, you every bit of seventy six. Quit playing with me like yeah, that gray line around oh there, looking like he going the blind soon. I've ever dealt with was forty one. Really? Mm-hmm. Old? I ain't say he was old. I just said that was the oldest I've dealt wow. with. Wow, that's interesting. No, Danny. and that was recently. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, that was recent. Shame on you. I think the oldest I dealt with was my fifty year old. And that was like one of my best relationships. Like he was so much fun, and he was fine. Maybe I need to go ahead and give Willie Earl a spin. Let me find me a Willie Earl and see what they talking about. <laughs> he gotta be fine though. Nah. He gotta be like a little zaddy. 
Okay, 50 year old Zaddy. Nah, he was a Zaddy. It gotta be like he, was he just Elba fine. Cause he like 50, right? Yeah. I would I would date yeah. a man that looked like that, but I don't be seeing them walking around. I be seeing some of them. Where? Yeah, outside. Where? It might be somebody's husband, but I mean it'd be outside. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I feel like men in like they used to. I have not seen no attractive man in so long. No, I've been like, seeing attractive right. men, but where? Charlotte, North Carolina. Maybe in the South, because they ain't up here in New York. New York men be fine, but they be kind of weird, man. They just so combative. Like, everything's a problem. It's like, why are we arguing and we haven't met in person yet? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? You know, I like the energy, though. I like that. <sighs> You're toxic. <laughs> You're holding that right. toxic no, pussy no. in a jar. <laughs> I am. Right, jar it up. <laughs> yeah, I want to be the first. To make a video, send it. <laughs> be like, hey guys, it's my first night. <laughs> all right, tell, tell everybody where they can find all the things. Plug yourself. Yes, so you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at the Professional Homegirl. Also, if you want to kiki about any of the episodes on the podcast, you can follow me at the PhD Podcast on Instagram. And that's pretty much it. You can listen to the Professional Homegirl. New episode drops every Tuesday on Black Effect. Hey. Thank you hey. for joining us, Ebony. You're a great guest. We appreciate, we appreciate you. you. No, you thank you for having me. And let us so know when we're coming on your show. show. Yeah, we want to come on your shit too. Yes, please. Give me some stories. Ooh, you gonna have to um you gonna have to not only Yeah, my voice and my face. It can't just be my face, it gotta be the voice too. Yeah. Cause I need these stories. I got some shit I, for I, I, your ass too. <laughs> Cause I need to know why DJ Man went away for a year. Cause we was set slinging them things. <laughs> She, look, she, she just, you don't even gotta you ain't even gotta blur her face. Just tell the little drugs, nothing serious, little drugs, <laughs> little slight work. That's whatever. They arrested that nigga and thought he was El Chapo or somebody because they they had his whole race down as Cuban. This is a nigga. <laughs> he look Cuban though. That's why. And you know what? I want to also tell y'all congratulations. I feel like I've been following y'all since day one. And I'm just super proud of y'all. I feel like from where y'all was at to where y'all at, look at y'all smiling. <laughs> I feel like from where y'all at to where y'all from where y'all started to where y'all at now, y'all have definitely made a lot of progress. And I was so excited to see y'all in the Breakfast Club. So thank you, girls, girl. man. We appreciate that. Anytime yes. somebody has accolades for me, I get to grinning real hard. Yes, I love it. Thank you, Ebony. We got the professional. Home girl, y'all tune into Ebony's podcast again. Like I said, she's on death row right along with us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing Black Effect execs slash homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, y'all, if you enjoyed this episode, tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your grade A Bay AJ Holiday. AJ Holiday 2.0. I love y'all. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. It's official Tam Bam on Instagram. Y'all follow me, please. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. Remember, speak now. 
and never hold your peace. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.